time for Bump and Run, the podcast all about golf. Here are your hosts, Bob and Jamie. And welcome to a special bonus edition of Bump and Run. And bonus, I am Run. bonus, bonus, and I am Bump. <laughs> and we're here because uh, we thought we would play this interview that I did with uh, Adam Hadwin, who was arguably Canada's top male golfer of last mm-hmm. year. And uh, it's I don't got think arguably. Stuff. I think he was. No, no. Yeah, pretty much. And actually, you know, he had like one of the best records, one of the best years by any Canadian mm-hmm. in terms of uh, money. Right. Uh, sec- second only to Mike Weir's three-win 2003 season in terms of dollars. I think he went $3.5 million and uh, finished off the year in 60th spot on the official world rankings. Next year, he gets into three of the four majors right now. The only one he's not in is the PGA, which I think should be... Yeah, if he stays within of, the top 100, he's in. Yeah, um, it should be a bonus. And then all the WGCs, aside except from the match the, play? Uh, mat, except for the match play. As long as he's in the top 64 in that, he should be. I know that was one of his goals. And he's got... Uh, uh, he's got a schedule that he can kind of pick now, which he mm-hmm. he talks about in this, which is a big, big help for him. Um, what do you think is the upside for him this year? What What are you expecting from him? I think you know the way. As long as he can clean it up, clean up his uh, his chippingish chipping the stuff around chipping-ish. the green. Chippingish, um, chippingish was <laughs> was kind of his weak spot, right? Uh, this yeah. year, if you look at it, like he's such a great putter that. You know, if he has a hot putter week, he can win almost any week, really. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, he hits the ball. It doesn't. He's not the longest guy off the tee, but he hits the ball out there nicely. Um, his long irons are pretty are pretty decent. Um, so, you know, I think a multiple win season isn't out of the question for him at all. I think uh, he's going to work. You know, he's going to work with his coach Ralph Bauer, who's also a noted short game coach. So that'll help. But as he reveals in this interview as well, he's he's he might pick the brain of Mike Weir, who he kind of mm-hmm. befriended at. At the, uh, at the President's, President's Cup, Cup. And, and Mike Mike Weir is like a magician with the, right. with the wedge in his hand, so that's pretty good. I like that. I like that um, tactic or that move for for Adam. It's always good to get a couple different opinions, I think, especially with the short game, because again, if he can just a hundred yards in, if he can improve, you know, I I really think he's he can play with the best. I think we all do. Um, his putting is so good. He could, shoot he could shoot 58. 54, I think, even. <laughs> and birdie no. 18 times? 18 times. <laughs> uh, but, you know, if, you, if you're looking at a weakness and where to, where to improve on, that was his spot. Um, yeah. You know, you know, obviously his putting is world class, and, you know, everything else seemed to be in pretty good order. So if, that, if all that stays the same and he can save a, you know, what, a third of a shot, half a shot? Yeah. Um, around saves, the greens, he saves like a stroke around, maybe. Right, I think he'd be uh, he'd be in great shape. I mean, his you know his stats. If you look at at the at last year, that was the only one strokes gained around the green was the only one where he was in negative mm-hmm. uh, minus zero point zero four zero, so one hundred and twenty first on that list. So you and get that stroke, you, you know you get a half a stroke there, and you're in the positive by you know plus a half. You know that's probably pretty much more. That's probably more than a stroke around, but uh, you know it's it's just those little things. Those it's yeah. those little things that every golfer wants to improve upon to have a better chance to win. And the other thing about next year for him is that he won't have to be worried about planning a wedding nope. or a honeymoon. He went on his honeymoon and doing all that stuff and and he's got a schedule he can focus on so I like this I like his chances yeah it's always uh, nice to have the guaranteed status is always nice to have and uh yeah um 
you know, where you're able to pick your schedule. You know, you saw it with, with Mac Hughes last year in his rookie year, the the contrast to how what Mac Hughes went through to what Brad Fritch went through um, right. and what Corey Connors and Ben Silverman are going to find find out this year. Um, it's just one of those things where, you know, you got to play well early and, you know, getting to win early and being able to pick your schedule is just huge huge especially for a rookie or like obviously adam's been on tour for a few years but uh you know for a rookie it's it's massive and now for adam as he you know probably starts thinking majors right he hadn't really he didn't only played in a handful right Um, that's right you know now that he's thinking hey i'm in all three majors how can i improve on my play there to maybe give him a shot at contending winning potentially um those things are, are huge for a golfer's confidence. Everything that happened to him this year had to give him more confidence than he's ever had in his abilities. Well, let's uh, let you listen to this. This is my conversation with Adam Hadwin. Uh, looking back on what was an amazing 2017 and looking ahead to 2018, here is uh, the number 60-ranked golfer in the world, Adam Hadwin. And, folks, we'll see you in the new year. And here's Adam Hadwin, fresh off a, uh, a wonderful season and uh, into a nice, deserving break. And um, I know you're uh, you're cooped up in uh, warm Arizona here as we get the chill across northern part of the country here. Um, as you look back now uh, on the year that was, and so many things happened, so many breakthrough moments uh, occurred for you over the season, how do you kind of wrap it all up in your mind? Yeah, you know, obviously the year didn't end uh, the way that I would have wanted. Um, sort of the last half of the year uh, was a bit of a struggle and had a few bright spots there at a couple of events. But, um, you know, overall, uh, it wasn't, it certainly wasn't the play that was happening in the first half of the year. And, um, you know, I, I was definitely looking forward to a break. And, um, you know, it kind of at the end there, it didn't even feel like I deserved a break uh, the way I was flying. But, um, now, you know, you get some time to kind of relax a little bit and, and, and give thought to what went on this year. And, um, you know, it was an incredible season. Um, you know, all everything kind of came together. Uh, I played some, some of the best golf of my career, well, the best golf of my career um, from a consistency basis. And um, more than anything, it just kind of, I don't know, not maybe not prove, proven to the world or proven to Canada, but sort of more than anything proven to myself that, you know, I know that if I keep working on the right things and, and keep doing what I'm doing, that I'm going to be able to compete with the best players in the world at, uh, you know, at the best events on the best golf courses. And um, it's a spot that, you know, I'd like to, to be for the rest of my career. How tough is it to kind of wrap your head around? You talked about the kind of the slow second half, but how tough is it to wrap your head around the fact that, as good as you played in the first half, you'd simply, and probably no golfer other than perhaps Tiger and Jack, can kind of keep that level of play for an entire season or has not been able to at this point. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's incredible. Um, you look at the guys like DJ and Jordan and, and Rory when he was going through it and Jason when he was winning everything. I mean, you know, I was playing at a high level and I'm, you know, finishing top 20. <laughs> you know, they're, they're winning seven times in, in 25 events. So, uh, I mean, it's incredible. Uh, you know, the stamina that they that you have to have to kind of play at that that highest level week in and week out. Um, you know, I, I was experiencing a little bit of the the media, I guess, uh, once I started to play a little bit better, especially those two events at uh, Valspar and, and Bay Hill. But um, 
you know, they're going through that every week. Uh, they're going through that every week. Uh, you know, time management and everything, everything's got to be so spot on. And I've been able to sort of get away with, um, you know, maybe being a little bit lax in that department at times. But, um, you know, the professionalism that they have to bring in order to be the top player is is, is extremely amazing. And it's an underrated uh, ability, you know, once you get there, A, to get there and B, to be able to maintain it. And, um, you know, obviously I got a taste of it this year, um, cracking in the top top 50 in the world this year. And, um you know, it's uh, it's a pretty it's a pretty sweet spot to be in for sure. You know, you get to plan a schedule, you get to play the second season that everybody talks about, where uh, you know you get the majors and the WGCs, and um, you're sort of playing the second schedule of the PGA Tour. But um, it's about going out there now and and getting better and learning from what I just went through, and um, you know, increasing those high finishes, playing well in the WGCs and the majors this year, and um, sort of showing that it wasn't uh, a flash in the pan. It wasn't just, you know, six or seven good events last year. It was, you know, I'm going to be here uh, for a while, for a number of years. How do you plan your year, and how will your year next year, or the, I guess you've already started it, but, but going through to 2018, how will it look different, um, and how will you approach it differently than you did this year? Obviously, the schedule changes. Yeah, I mean, schedule changes a little bit. Um, you know, the nicest thing, the easiest thing is that I can plan the schedule and know that I'm in the events. Um, that's that's the biggest thing. Whereas, you know, even the previous two years, you know, event like the Memorial or Bay Hill, I wasn't in yet. Um, I had to sort of see how the year was going, whether or not I played well, whether or not I was going to get into my number, that type of thing. Um, so even events like that, I know that I'm going to be in. Um you know, obviously the WGCs now, I can plan to be there um, uh, outside of the match play, which, you know, is obviously a goal to stay inside the top 64 so I can qualify for that. But, you know, and same thing with the majors. So you can put those big events on the schedule and then you can kind of plan the rest of events around that. And um, that's the first time in, you know, in three years that I've been able to do that. So um this is great. Um, it's 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 exciting. Uh, the other thing that's going to let us, I'm going to be able to stick to a schedule. So I'm going to be able to say this is my schedule. This these are when my weeks off are, and stick to it. Whereas the last few years I've kind of been flying by the seat of my pants a little bit. How do I feel? Am I tired? Do I need a week off? That type of thing. So this is going to be the first year where I'm I'm actually going to you know put a schedule down. I'm going to stay with it. I'm going to play these events, whether I'm playing poorly, whether I'm playing well. Um, and then this is the practice plan to make sure that I don't play poorly. So you'll be able to plan things like honeymoons and uh, stuff like that. <laughs> huh. You know what? You know, this this uh, this 2017 year has been a, an extremely big year for me, um, you know, personally and professionally. And, you know, I feel like 2018 is going to be nice because there's no planning of anything. The honeymoon's over, the wedding's <laughs> over. You know, we've we've had a do- we've got a dog now, so that that's settled down. You know, we can just get out there and focus on golf finally. <laughs> that's great. Uh, I saw you at the first event of the season last year at Safeway in Napa, and you told me that the one thing you wanted to try and improve upon was was into the greens and around the greens, and if you could move that uh, statistically up marginally, you'd, you'd probably have a pretty good year, which you did. Is there something you're looking at? going into to 2018 that you want to sharpen up a little bit? You know, uh, to be quite honest, it's pretty much the same thing, just, 
get marginally better again. Um, you know, I think I did a really good job, especially, I mean, I'm sure that if I broke down the statistics from the first half and the second half of last year that they, they got significantly worse in those two categories and, and partly why I played poorly. But um, certainly that first half was great. You know, I came out, uh, started hitting more greens. Um, obviously the putter stayed well. I mean, yes, you can say the putter got a little bit worse, but, I mean, if you're staying in the top 40 in, in the putting category on PGA Tour, you'll have some success. So, um for me, again, it's just looking at, you know, being consistent with the iron play a little bit more uh, frequently, you know, instead of having good weeks and bad weeks, just, you know, continuing instead of the bad weeks being as bad as they are, if I can get those marginally better um, and then still improving on the short game, that's still been an area of mine that has lacked throughout the years and, um, um going through puberty still, I guess. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'm still trying to get better. Uh, I'm still working my butt off on it. Um, and, uh, you know, just whether it's maybe different grasses, different courses, or just spending a little bit more time during practice rounds, whatever the case, I mean, Ralph and I will put, put together a practice plan, and um, we'll just keep getting better. Um, you know, and then the other side of things, just improve upon the time management, um, get my rest when I need it, and um, and just, yeah, just get better from all aspects. You, you talk about time management. How much now, as you're, you're more or less the top Canadian uh, amongst the group that, that's out there on the PGA Tour, which is a pretty good and, uh, and a pretty deep group these days, um, how much more demand is there on your time for things outside of the golf course? Um, it certainly has increased uh, a little bit. Uh, I haven't seen, you know, too much of it just yet. Um, I'm sure as the season kind of unfolds and, you know, have a few good events again and kind of get back on track that, you know, throughout the year, you know, sponsors might want to use it a little bit more. Um, I've been pretty lucky. I think, you know, I've got some great partners and um, they haven't come calling too many for too many of their days just yet, uh, which has been great. Well, I shouldn't say it's been great, but it's been nicer on my time uh, throughout the years, but I'm sure that'll increase as time goes on. And, um, but that's you know that's part of the game. That's part of what we do. Um, it's it's also exciting for me. I get to do some stuff outside of the golf course and enjoy it. Um, you know, do some some photo shoots, whether it be for Callaway or Levelware or um, you know RBC or or whatever. So um, it's uh, it's part of the game that you know it, sometimes it's not always fun, but it, you know for the most part it is. Uh, and. I mean, the, a guy who sort of went through that before you was a guy you spent some time with in October at uh, the President's Cup in Mike Weir. How did how did your relationship with him change, strengthen, whatever, over that experience? It was great. Um, you know, I think more than anything, we just kind of got to know each other a little bit better. Um, you know, being able to spend some time with him off the course in such a social setting, playing some ping pong, having a beer, um, you know, just sitting down for, for dinners with him and just, you know, getting to know him a little bit better and, and um, you know, his story and his life and um, and all that kind of stuff. It it just kind of brought us a little bit closer. And, um, you know, I, Mike's had such a, a great career and, and probably, you know, up to this point, probably the best Canadian golfer that we've had, at least from the male perspective anyways. And, um, you know, that's certainly something uh, to kind of chase a little bit. Um, you know, chase his records and his wins and, and see if you can't uh, top his major total. But um, 
That's great. Somebody that, you know, certainly if, if I ever needed anything, um, he's just a, you know, a text or a phone call away. You know, he told me not to, not to hesitate to, to ask him anything. And, um, you know, what would be great is uh, we talked at the President's Cup, being able to maybe spend some time together at some point and, and talk about the short game because he's kind of that guy. Um, yeah. I mean, he's, you know, world-renowned for his wedges and, and how good it was and um, how good they were and, I mean, to this day still are. Um, so, you know, for a guy who struggles basically with his wedges, um, you can't get a much better guy to kind of learn from. So be pretty good. Uh, it's uh, almost Christmas time. You guys have, uh, I'm sure, a busy schedule now that you have a young one at home in in the uh, four leg four legged furry one. <laughs> yeah. What's the, what's the plan for the Hadwin uh, team uh, for Christmas? Yeah, you know what? It's we've had a couple months off now. It's been great uh, since the end of October. We're hanging around Phoenix for a little bit. We've got our honeymoon finally first week of December. Um, and then we are going back to Jess's uh, home in Wichita for Christmas. So we'll spend you know, like four or five days in Wichita and then come back before heading out to, to have before heading out to Maui a couple of days early um, before we kick off the the 2018 season at the Century Tournament Champions. Sounds good. Uh, we wish you all the best of luck and the continued success. Thanks for spending some time with us. No problems. Thanks, Bob.